So the question is not if we influence other people. The question is how do we influence other people? What example do I show? What words do I speak? What thoughts do I meditate on? It's so easy to think that we don't have any influence. Welcome to This Is Us podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Hansen, and my wife and I have the honor of serving alongside an amazing team as lead pastors of Hillsong Church in Denmark and Malmö. This podcast is a collection of short episodes regarding life, leadership, and culture. If you haven't done so already, please click follow and subscribe. And as always, if you find this to be valuable, feel free to share it with others. Well, welcome to This Is Us, and our subtitle for our podcast is We Are Who We Are. I remember when we first launched our podcast, and I said, we are who we are. Someone just wrote back saying, uh, duh, of course you are, which is, yeah, I get it. But I want to just take a moment today and explain the thought and the heart behind this little subtitle, We Are Who We Are. John Maxwell, he has a famous line that says, leadership is influence. Leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. So basically, we are all leaders. We all, we all leaders. No matter who you are listening to this, we all in leaders because we all influence each other for better and for worse. We all have influence over someone. And even if not, you're leading yourself. Proverbs 27:17 says that iron sharpens iron. So one person sharpens one another. We sharpen each other. In the New Testament, the apostle Paul said You know, bad company corrupts good habits. It's this whole idea of show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So the question is not if we influence other people. The question is how do we influence other people? What example do I show? What words do I speak? What thoughts do I meditate on? It's so easy to think that we don't have any influence. At church, for example, I mean, it's easy to think, well, those with influence, they're the ones on stage or they're the ones with the microphone or they're the ones, you know, online, whatever it might want to be, you know, those with the title. But did you know that we are all worship leaders? Do you know that we are all preachers, that we are all on each other's teams? And that's where this whole thought comes in. We are who we are. What it means is that we are corporately, we are as a group, who we are as individuals. I remember when we first started church nine years ago, man, we had people come to us and say, what is Hillsong Church like? Is it, is it this or is it that? And it's like, it was, you know, as if somehow we were defined by something externally, but really we are corporately who we are individually. So if people said, well, is Hillsong Church, you know, one of those loving churches? Well, I was like, I don't know. Like, are you loving? Am I loving? I guess if we're loving, then yeah, we're loving. We are who we are. Yeah, but is Hillsong Church one of those churches that are generous at heart? I don't know. Are you generous? Am I generous? I guess if we're generous, then yeah, we are generous because we are who we are. So if we can just work on ourselves, then we are working on who we are as a group. Man, we all want to be part of a church that's full of atmosphere and faith. We all want to be part of a church where the worship is electric and a, where a church where all are welcomed home in the foyers, a church where there is depth in volunteer teams and the load is spread out. We want to be part of a church with such generosity that we can use finances to be a blessing in our cities, but also add strength to volunteers, staff, departments, and age groups. And we want to be part of a church where friends find Jesus every single week. But let us be the church we want to see. 
Let us be the church that we want to see. Because who you're looking back at on the mirror, that is the church you're part of. Man, we have enough teams, enough leaders, enough of everything to set the atmosphere. But the question is, how do you, how do I influence other people? It might be during worship. Are my hands up? Am I engaging? Am I leaning in? Or are my hands just in my pocket? Or worse, on my phone? What about atmosphere? You know, we can look around and stand in the corner and look at the foyer and go, well, where's the atmosphere? And who's talking to me? Well, why don't we flip it around and say, well, who am I talking to? Who am I reaching out to? Team morale. We can go, oh, the team morale is really low. It's really high. Whatever it might want to be in your team. The question is, what am I doing about it? What am I talking with other people about? Generosity. How am I being generous? Volunteer culture. Am I leaning in? Am I helping others? What about bringing people to church? You know, it's so easy to go, man, I just wish we could do this. And I wish someone would look after my friend. And hey, what are we doing? Because we are, corporately, we are who we are. You know, we talk about pastoral care, looking after people and loving on people. So easy to kind of have this mentality that, you know, I'll bring someone and I'll just kind of dump them at church or dump them on a team or dump them on a, I don't know, somehow I think sometimes we we have this idea that there's an A-team sitting somewhere just ready to love on people and just to serve on people. But the truth is, we are who we are. Whether it's discipleship, leadership, whatever it is. This whole we are who we are is also a direct antidote to this whole us and them mindset. Man, it is so easy to develop an us and them mindset. Us and them can be anywhere about anything. It can be us, the volunteers, and they, the staff. It could be us at one location and they at another location. It could be us in one department, kids, youth, whatever. And they at another department, big church, adult church. It could be us, one age group, and they, another age group. Man, it could be any demographic, anything. And if we're not careful, us and them can develop into what I call Absalom at the gate. See, in the Bible, we see that one of King David's sons, he developed an attitude against his dad, David. But he placed himself at the gate. Now, the gate in Bible times was the place of influence. It's where people came into the city and went out of the city. It's where the elders would sit and make decisions. It was the place of influence. And the Bible says that Absalom stood at the gate and would initiate conversations with this theme. Well, if I was the king, I would do this. Well, if I was the pastor, I would do this. Well, if I was the boss, I would do this. And But we got to remind ourselves that they are us and we are them because we all part of the same team. We all part of the same organization, church, business, whatever it is that you're part of. One of the challenges with layers of leadership though, whether it's layers across locations or layers across in terms of depth as things grow and develop, one of the challenges with layers of leadership is that the heart is often lost in translation. Often when you start talking to people and start talking through people, because you're talking through the layers, one of the things that are often lost is the heart of what is being said. What is said carries through. The information carries through, but not how it was said and why it was said. The heart, the heart is lost. The culture is lost. You talk to someone and they did they relay a message and then they tell you and you're kind of like, man, how they said that is kind of important. And so you're like, how did they say it? Like, I'm running late. Or I'm like, 
I'm running, you know, like, are they, are they even sorry about this? Are they coming? It's all caught up in the heart of it. The other challenge with layers is that we have to trust that we are represented at the table, if you will, or in the conversations where decisions are made. I've often heard from people, especially when it comes to layers and leadership, well, I wasn't heard, my side wasn't heard, or I didn't have a say because they, again, there's us and them, they, you know, made a decision over there and I wasn't there. But we got to trust that whenever there's layers in leadership, you are represented. You're represented by someone. They're sitting at that table, not just as part of the team around the table, they're sitting there representing you and your opinion and your point of view. And so what is my response? My response is not to think about us and them. No, it is to say, no, no, I am them and they are me. We are who we are. So let me encourage you, be the church that you want to see. Thank you for listening to This Is Us podcast. Whether you listen to them as an individual or as a team, we hope that they add value to you. Make sure to click follow or subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Thank you for joining us. We are who we are. This is us.